And welcome back to the newest edition of the Profit Roadmap. I am Barry Duplissy alongside Cody Owen, as always. And we're welcoming back in CEO and co-founder of Service Autopilot, Mr. Jonathan Potoshnik. Jonathan, thank you for joining us once again. Of course. Hey, guys. Hey. So uh, we've been talking a lot, Cody, we've been talking a lot about processes and things that uh, you know our listeners can implement into their business to make uh, things run more efficiently, to make more bottom hits that practically in the name of the podcast. Oh yeah, it is making more profit and everything. That but, is the name of this show. Making yeah, more profit make, with Cody and bear. It's the profit roadmap, Cody. Oh yeah. You missed that one. That's fine. I'll send you the memo. It's fine. Anyway. So the process that we're talking about today, uh, that, uh, it was a really interesting topic, uh, that we were discussing the other day, Jonathan, which was something that may seem very simple in its principle, but is actually often overlooked by a lot of small business owners and that's processing credit cards. So there, um, and there are some obvious uh, detractors, and but there are the pluses. Barry costs money to process credit cards. It does. It's it going to cost me money to get my money. True. True. That's my first objection. Okay, that's, that's your the first most objection. I hear. Yeah. So okay. second is people won't take them. People won't take them, and or the client won't want to pay money. with it. Yeah. So let's take let's tackle that first one that Cody was just so eager to jump in there with. Uh, you don't want to cost money to make money, but isn't that the old adage in business, Jonathan? It costs money to make money. That is. I'm not sure if that 100 percent applies here, but yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, so that's you said that's the most common one that you receive. Yeah. What? So what is the what is the rebuttal to? I don't want to pay money to to get my money. Yeah. So, and I understand uh, exactly what someone's saying. So, for example, if you made a million dollars and it costs. Let's just round up and use an easy number. Let's say it was three uh, percent to is what you pay for using a credit card. So for every hundred dollars you charge, you pay the credit card company three dollars for that transaction. So you get ninety seven dollars. Miss Miss Smith pays you hundred bucks. You pay the credit card three dollars company three dollars. Miss Smith ends up or you get ninety seven dollars of Miss Smith's money. That's the premise. So if you made a million dollars for the year, you're going to spend thirty thousand dollars in credit card processing credit card companies keeping 30,000. So an individual rightly looks at that 30,000 and says, this is insane. I'm giving away $30,000 for the right to use credit cards. If I didn't accept credit cards, I'd get to keep all this money. I'd make an extra 30%. You know, companies are fighting to make 10% net profit, 15% net profit, whatever that number is at the end of the year. And to give up 3% of your net profit right off the top, essentially, because if you brought, if you didn't have to pay that 3% to the credit card company, you'd get to keep it. So it all go towards profit. Right, of course. So that's what they're looking at. And that's what they're saying. And they're exactly right. So and why would you want to give that up? But there's all these reasons why you want to do it. Can I just throw one thing in there too? Because yeah. and, and I'm sure you're going to get to one of, this is probably just one of many points. So say, uh, say you don't want to charge credit cards and you want to take checks mm-hmm. or you want to take cash. Let's just say checks. Mm-hmm. Got to send out an invoice, right? Sending out an invoice cost postage, so that thirty grand suddenly melts down to what twenty five thousand maybe yep. over the course of over the course of a year. There's a whole bunch of stuff that it that kind of eats away at the thirty grand. So you alluded to a couple scenarios. One, maybe you have to mail mail invoices. You're right, postage envelopes, paper, but you've also got the labor of someone to to fold those invoices, stuff those envelopes, get them in the mailbox, then. So that's one. I mean, there's so many things we could talk about here. Right. So I'll just rattle some off. Number two, um, how many companies send their invoices on time? 
especially smaller companies who most desperately need the money. They're so busy. They don't get their invoices out on time, or maybe their invoices are ready, but they, they were planning to stuff the envelopes tonight. They don't get to it. Then tomorrow they don't get to it. So now the invoices go out late and that means that they get paid slower. Well, that's, that's a challenge because that slows down growth. That creates cash crunches that puts you in a bad spot for making payroll. If you use a line of credit, now you're paying interest to your line of credit because you didn't collect money fast enough. A lot of companies use a line of credit, so there's a cost of credit that you're using. Or if you're floating money on your credit cards, that has an interest rate, just like your line of credit has an interest rate. So by not getting paid- I'd be willing to bet that both of those are greater than 3%. Quite a bit greater than 3%. (laughs) You know, that's just one. So that's an example that my brain thought of just talking about postage. So if you just start making a list of everything that would eat away at $30,000 in my example, and again, $30,000 is you being a million dollar business running 100% of your revenue across the credit card. So a lot of individuals listening to this are not million dollar businesses. So I'm giving you an example and using a $30,000 number that's bigger than where you're at today. So it would be less for you. So you could think about stamps, think about stuffing envelopes, think about the individual you're paying to do that work. Then think about when you're getting paid by credit card, excuse me, you're not getting paid by credit card, your collections go up. Mm -hmm. You have more individuals that are not paying you on time and are not paying you at all. Checks in the mail. Yeah, exactly. So it must now, have got lost. Yep. So that's called bad debt expense. Oh, that reminds me, Cody, the checks in the mail for that money I owe you. <laughs> so a perfect example right there of a bad you debt can, expense. Hey, why don't you Venmo me that, that money right Cody, now? Cody, you'll never collect the money. So that's a bad debt <laughs> expense. So And every a, second of my life I spend trying to collect it is a waste. No, right. no, Jonathan has no faith in me. <laughs> yeah, no, I have full faith in you, Bear. So, it, But let's say it was a thousand bucks and you didn't collect that money. Well, that's a thousand bucks that could go against the 30 because theoretically, and from my personal experience, having charged credit cards since about 2007, um, that thousand dollars is more likely to be collected when you charge a credit card for a couple reasons. One, you know quickly that it's going to be an issue. So for example, you don't continue service for another month or six weeks if the client can't pay or their credit card won't go through. So you catch things faster. Also, we've noticed that the quality of the client, this isn't a hundred percent true, but we have known noticed a correlation between the quality of the client and a client that will or won't pay with the credit card. So a client that's willing to pay with the credit card we have found causes us less problems, less bad debt. They pay faster. Um, they're less likely to say, yeah, yeah, I want to sign up for annual service, get a one-time job from you, and then cancel service. They're less likely to be the person that comes out or calls you in a month and says, wait a second, I told a guy four weeks ago when he was on my property, I cancel. I'm not paying this bill. Like, There's all these crazy things you've probably experienced in your business where you don't get paid and there's these funny excuses we've noticed a decline or we noticed a decline in those crazy excuses and those types of scenarios when we moved our business towards requiring a credit card. That type of client quit doing business with us. So if you just go down that list again, stamps, labor, um, bad debt expense, using interest rates or paying interest on credit cards, lines of credit, all of that goes against that $30,000. So unless you have you found a collection of perfect clients who pay with cash every time they leave the cash under the mat. They never forget. It's going to cost you money at some point to, to collect your money from your clients. Absolutely. And I've so, heard of that place. It's called Utopia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So my, my personal theory is that, and it's a, it's a made up number that I can't back up with math, but it's made up in the sense that I've got a lot of experience with this. And, you know, we have a very large company that's 
many, 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 many multiples of a million dollar business. So you can imagine the amount of money we spend on credit card fees. The amount of money we, we send to the credit card companies, I could hire a whole slew of individuals inside the office <laughs> to work, but it still doesn't make sense for a whole. We've thought about that. We're not stupid. We're not just throwing money away for no reason. Even if I could go hire five people theoretically or four people to to match the amount of money we're spending on credit cards, it doesn't make sense. And nobody, everybody on my team would agree this would make no sense because there's so many negatives to not accepting credit cards. So you've got cost that goes against that 30,000 in my example, but you've got other factors such as, and, and maybe we can come back to this or you can guide me where you want to go, but you've also got the factor of if you don't have money, you don't grow. And so most of the game of collecting via credit card versus a check is about getting paid really fast and having money in your bank account at all times because that's the only way you grow. So we can talk about that. In if you're constantly well. having to battle cash flow valleys, you can't make decisions when you need to make them. You make them dependent on when your bank account will let you make them. Yeah, and everybody's battling that. It doesn't matter who you are. You're battling that to some degree because these businesses are very labor intensive. So our payroll's the number one expense in our business. And we have to make that payroll every week. We need our right. money as fast as we can. But then our businesses are truck and equipment intensive. So we've got a lot of expenses in this business. And the only way you can grow is by hiring more people, hiring them in advance of need. The only way we can grow really fast or quickly is you hire people before you need them so you can get trained. You, eventually, you have more overhead in your business as you get bigger in the form of management to manage all the people on the field doing the work. You've got to get them up to speed. That takes time. You're paying them for a period of time before they're really productive. You've got to be able to buy trucks and equipment and materials, and all those things cost money, and most companies don't understand why they – oh, and then you've got marketing expenses. You've got to pay for marketing, and usually you do a lot of that in spring when you're coming out of winter and have the least amount of money. Right. So you got all these things going on in your business, and you don't know why you're not growing – you don't know why you can't get bigger. Well, the, usually the reason is you don't have any money in your bank account to go do the marketing. You don't have any money in your bank account to hire a few key people in your company to take stuff off your plate so you can go sell and market and grow the organization. Mm -hmm. And it's not obvious that that's the problem, but the root of the problem, root of the issue for most companies is they flat out don't have enough money in their bank account at any moment in time to do those things that will move their company forward. And they don't have the money because they're getting paid so slow. Well, talk to us a little bit about how credit cards help uh, make that cash flow valley a little shallower. Sure. So the way you want to think about the uh, about money is you perform work for the client. And the moment you perform that work, that client owes you that money. All right. So let's just make up something simple. So as soon as I do a job for Miss Smith on today's Thursday, and I do it on Thursday, and it's a $100 job, Miss Smith owes me $100 right now. It's due. And I'll give you a- Even if she's net 15 or net 30, whatever, she, she still owes she you the 100 that money. Yeah. We have spent, we have, if, if your company makes 15% net profit and these numbers aren't quite right, well, then that means you just spent $85 essentially to provide that service. Mm -hmm. So if you don't get paid, you're going to lose roughly $85 in my hypothetical example here. Like that money's due. You need that money because your you team just, gets paid on Friday, whether paid, Ms. Smith pays or not. You pay right. overhead, you pay gas, you pay insurance, you pay building expense, you pay all that stuff. So if she didn't pay you, you're, you literally 
just lost $85 in my hypothetical example. You need to recover that $85 as fast as you can recover it so that you can grow the company, so that you can pay your people, so that you can keep things going. So the way to think about it is the moment you provide that service, you're owed that money and you need that money because you just spent the money out of your pocket. So what happens is if you give her until the end of the month and then you're going to send her an invoice and then she has 15 or 30 day terms, then you are loaning that money out for free. It's your money. You have become the bank and it's an interest-free loan to your clients. Well, if you are giving out tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in interest-free loans to all of your clients, then they have all your money and you don't have it. How are you going to grow your company? I didn't know our listeners were in the banking industry. Many are. (laughs) They're in the banking business. If you're doing commercial and the commercial deal you negotiated with a big commercial account pays you on 60-day terms, like some of them will force you to do, you are in the banking business. You're lending them free money for 60 days. And that money has a cost to you. It has a cost because many companies use a line of credit. Maybe their line of credit's at 8%. So there's like, and they don't build that into their contract when they sold the work because they're going to get paid on 60 day terms that they're paying interest on their money that they loaned for free. So they loaned, let's say that the, the, the that they're waiting on a $10,000 payment, they're paying 8% on that $10,000. And then they're loaning that $10,000 for free to someone else. Like there's a cost on that money. Hopefully you can, you know, visualize what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's it, that's expensive. You wanna, now, and if you have those costs, you want to build them into how you're billing clients yep. because you're not in the business of giving out free loans and losing money on work. Exactly. So if you want to get out of the banking business, you get paid fast. Now, frankly, if you're in commercial, that's the way it is. That like they dictate the terms. It's so competitive. You are gonna you're you're going to do 30 and 60 day terms in the commercial business. That's just how it is. And so it becomes a cost of doing business. You know what the situation is. You bid accordingly so that you can finance your company and grow your company. If you're in residential, you have a bit more control over the situation in that you have the ability, if you have the courage, and it really doesn't take that much courage anymore because this is the year 2018 and everybody pays with a credit card. If you have the courage to collect via credit card, then you can control the situation and no longer be the bank. Uh, something caught my attention when we were having this discussion pre-show when you were saying um, when you guys started collecting in 2007, which was unheard of at the time. Yeah, you know, I think back then they weren't even um, credit uh, uh, fast food restaurants weren't even taking credit cards yet. Think about that. Uh, yeah. Now, which fast food restaurant doesn't take a credit card? So we started doing it and built our, built our entire business on it at a time when fast, it wasn't as prevalent. It was prevalent, but not as prevalent as it is today. Well, Cody doesn't really remember because he was in sixth grade, but. (laughs) Yeah, not to, not to play into that, but I don't think that I had paid for my food at a, uh, a food restaurant before 2007. (laughs) But your mom had. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you can ask her about it. But the, the question is, so again, time is money. Time takes things. What about the, 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 the rebuttal on top of the rebuttal that is, well, Jonathan, but how much, you know, what kind of what kind of turnaround am I going to see from these problems that you're talking about that I'm going to solve by collecting credit cards? How quickly did these problems, some of the problems that you've discussed, dissipate or flat out disappear the moment you guys started accepting credit cards? I mean, they most of them. Well, if we're talking about cash flow, depending on how how you do it, if you go out and you say, okay, all new mem- new clients coming in, we're going to charge them a via credit card and everyone that's already a client, they're grandfathered in so they can still send me a check. 
Well, in that case, it's going to be a bit more gradual. If you go back to your existing clients and say, hey, here's the new way we're working and you move all your clients over, which some companies choose to do it that way, many companies these days do it that way, then it's going to be fast. Um, and so that, you know, there's that consideration. Another one in regards to the quality of the client, you'll find from my experience that the quality of the client might be a, become a bit better immediately as you start to acquire new clients that are paying you with a credit card. So I don't know, may you maybe have me refine that answer, but for all new clients, move from this moment forward, if you require credit cards, you're going to see a change. You're going to see an improvement and some percentage of revenue is going to start coming in via credit card. Well, a lot of your revenue is still going to be coming in via check. And then as that balance between getting paid on credit card versus getting paid on check starts to even out, you'll start to see more and more of the benefits. You know, what if what if 10% of the problems went away? So 10, you get 10% of your money faster, quicker, on time, 30,000 yeah, bucks. Absolutely. I mean, isn't that an improvement in the right direction? I mean, isn't it worth it? You know, to, you know in that kind of concept? I'm reminded of a conversation that we actually had uh, I had with a, a lead, and I mentioned before on a previous show, Cody, about this kind of issue, and it was it more had to do with um, the lead's uh, administrative assistant not wanting to lose her job, because I would, you know, the owner of the company was like, "Oh, Bear, I love this. That's awesome. Talk to the lady who's going to be actually working the system." Was it related to credit cards, and she thought she'd lose her it job? Was, no, it was just related to processes oh, okay. in general with Service Autopilot, and she was concerned. Like I would, you know, I would say, "Hey, how would you like this to do this faster? How would you like to?" You know, I was selling the product, you know, and she was just like, "No." No, I'm good. No, no, I'm great. No, that's and then the one that caught me and I'm really of, scared that my entire eight hour day would take five minutes. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. And so it, the way it connects back to this conversation in particular is I remember one thing that she said. She said I, when I talked about credit card processing, I said, "Hey, imagine paying off all your invoices with two clicks. You know, that's fantastic." And she said, "No, money's not a problem." Hmm. You know, in in my head, I had to come up with a more diplomatic and 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 you know, nice way to put it, but all with all due respect, your boss wouldn't have called me if money wasn't a problem. <laughs> um, you know, so it was, it's just one of those things that I think that while they think that they're affording this extra 3% and that's being conservative. I mean, there's a lot of competitive companies out there for processing. Some people will pay more than three, some, some will pay less. Yes, and it yeah. has to do with how big you are, what your credit score is, how much revenue you're processing a month, that those percentages will get better as you get bigger. It's, it's all over the board. There's but a lot of factors. Affording that or factoring that into your cost of business is ultimately going to lead to more cat is going to ultimately lead to more positives. That, yes, there's negatives to every decision that mm -hmm. you make in business. But I think if we I think the three of us can all agree, and you definitely from experience, Jonathan, is that if anything results in even a small percentage more of you getting money faster, quicker, and more of it is ultimately a good business decision. I'd say first to the person that's afraid that they're going to lose their job over efficiencies and optimization and automation. Man, that's just not, I mean, you're working for the wrong company if you think that's going to be the case. Because, I mean, th think about the volume of things that are not getting done at your company. The volume of things that could be be, being done to improve the company, the follow-up calls, the check-in calls, the, I mean, you could go down a list of just an unlimited number of things that all of us inside our companies are not doing that we should be doing. So as soon as you get this little, 
these small items like charging credit cards and just the sending out emails and all that miscellaneous junk off your plate. Now you can actually do something that's a little more interesting mm-hmm. and more engaging and grows your career and expand your brain and just maybe is a little bit even more fulfilling at your job. And I'm not saying those other things aren't fulfilling or can't because they certainly are for certain people like that really enjoy process and doing the same thing each day. But think about it in the terms of I get this stuff off my plate. What bigger things could we do to There's move this There's a cooler this process you could be working Exactly. That will make you even more valuable to the company. I've known a lot of people who worked in collections. I've never met a person who was like, man, I love hounding people for money (laughs) all day long. Well, no, it's funny. And then I had a follow up conversation with the owner and he said, hey, how did it go? And I said, I said, pretty terrible, actually, you know, and and uh, and he's like, no, Bear, you don't understand. We it may not be you, but we need a system. We need something. And every, almost every, and this is, guys, for people listening, this was totally unscripted. Every bullet point you just mentioned was something he brought up. He's like, no, she's way too, she's way too overqualified for this position. She needs something easier. She needs, I hired her because I needed, I needed her creative, her creative brain to do some of the things that she's done in the past at her other jobs. I need her to do all, take all this stuff off the plate because I need her to help me in other areas where she is much more needed and your system can solve that, or at least I think it can. And that that to me was very telling uh, of of the fact of how processes you know to bring it back full circle like to credit cards and how simply just collecting money faster and quicker and saving all that time can ultimately lead to a better company even a better company culture as well yeah. uh, you know you've got people not doing the tedious mm-hmm. which is sometimes required and like yep. you said there's people that are built for that but the people that are in the wrong position doing that yep. can be better utilized somewhere else. Yeah, and they'll get burned out eventually and move on. I'd like to speak to the other point you made. So you gave an example of a company that says, well, wait a second, we have plenty of money, or she alluded to the idea that their company had plenty of money. He but, laughed at that too, by the way. But let's, yeah, <laughs> but let's go with that. I mean, let's go with that. And let's say that's reality. So, I mean, it's city turf. Again, I kind of, I didn't give you the exact number, but you can, our, we pay way well into the six figures for credit card processing every year and 100% positive it's worth every cent we spend on it. But we don't have money problems. We have no debt. We have a lot of cash save. We're very financially prudent. We are very conservative. Okay, so now I don't need money. I can finance whatever I need to finance. I could get paid 60 day terms from all my clients and we can finance it. It's still stupid to do such a thing. Your job as the leader of the company is to mitigate risk. It's to handle finances. It's to to it's to can make sure you get paid fast. Like right now we're living in a booming economy. Things are good. Everything looks great right now. Someday things are going to slow down. Some things were going to go through a dip in a valley and you better be ready for that when that day comes. So part of your job is during the times of harvest or the boom times, you save some money, you get your processes right, you make sure that you're ready for the day when, you know, whatever, you don't get any rain and there's no crops. Like that's your job. (laughs) If you're not doing that, then, you know, and you're my competitor, then I'm going to beat you in in some number of years in the future. Or your competitors are going to outmaneuver you. The guys that were kind of saving and preparing and had their cash flow set up properly are going to win the game during the next economic downturn. So it's your job as a leader to cover your butt on this stuff and get everything right inside your organization. And part of that is getting paid fast. And it's as simple as 
It's as simple as charging the credit cards every week and doing it two days before payrolls due. I mean, just think about the element of protection that brings to your business when you know every night when you go to bed, when I wake up or next week, my cash is coming in two days before I have to make payroll. That's done. That's off the table. That's taken care of no matter what economy we're in. It's solved. That's your job. It's interesting that the year 2007 is stuck in my head the last few days as we've been preparing for for this particular thing. That was a year before 2008 when the housing True. market dropped. That's exactly and, right. Yep. And I mean, I I would I would venture to guess that uh, your business, like most, uh, like a lot of businesses out there, took you know took at least some sort of hit during that time. So we actually doubled our business the next three not. years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, or not? Seriously, I mean, let, let me let me tell you why. I mean, seriously, it's I'm not exaggerating. We literally doubled 100 percent growth for the next two or three years. I think it was three. So eight oh nine and ten. Uh, eight oh nine and okay, so next two years because we doubled oh seven oh eight and oh nine and then we didn't double in oh ten, but we had huge growth. I don't remember what the number was. Okay, so we were smaller back then, but ninety three percent. Oh gosh, yeah, it was, it was a small. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but but seriously, let me tell you why. One of the reasons we were getting paid by all of our clients via credit card, we didn't stop marketing in oh seven oh eight or oh eight oh nine oh ten. We had the money. We 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 had we didn't run up any debts. We and because we were getting paid fast, we could keep growing. We half the game of business is confidence. So you just proved your point. Yeah, we had confidence that we were going to get our money. We knew because we were getting paid by credit card. We knew who the problem clients were really fast, so we didn't get taken down with big debts when the downturn happened. We didn't find ourselves a hundred thousand dollars upside down. It's like, oh, those are the clients of my four hundred clients that can't pay. We knew like week one, two, and three, which were the clients that were getting destroyed by the downturn. So what we saw was a whole bunch of our clients went bi-weekly or a whole bunch of clients did reduce service. And so, yes, we felt the downturn. Absolutely. We saw it. We, you know, that we are in Richardson and the telecom corridor was right here with Nortel, Alcatel, WorldCom. They all went away. And I was like 14 or 16,000 jobs or some number. I'm probably exaggerating. We're lost in our exact service market at that exact time. So yeah, we got hurt. But what happened is the clients we had, some canceled, some really cut back on services, but we had the confidence that we were gonna survive it. We were getting our money fast enough to pay, make payroll. We were getting our money fast enough that we could spend money on marketing and we kept investing. We kept investing in everything digital. We kept doing door hangers. We kept doing street mailers. We kept doing all of it and that's how we doubled. All of our competition stopped. And why would why wouldn't they stop when you well, don't and know how many of them died out? Oh, I have no idea. I just I have no idea back then. But I, you're exactly right. Some number died and went away. Some number just most probably just cut all their marketing. They were just hoping they were going to get paid and hanging on, and they had no cash. And we weren't living we weren't living under any of the same rules as everybody else we were competing with. That was a huge advantage. That is huge. Talk about getting schooled in your own podcast. I just committed the lawyer faux pas of. Not knowing the answer to the question. <laughs> oh no! I, 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 oh no! No! Yeah, no! But that—that's no. You just as oh, okay. I mentioned in the middle of that, you just proved your point yeah. that you guys were prepared for it by you know credit card processing was a, was a part of that. It wasn't like this you know that'll solve all your issues, but by making financially prudent decisions by taking that 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 one prospect's um, mantra of oh we have enough money. But why not be more responsible with it? By yeah. being financially prudent, like you said, and being prepared for it, you guys were prepared for yep. it. And therefore, we're able to, you know, to take that and, and keep moving and not only move, but move in a very, very, very positive direction. 
So I think it, it just proved your point. Absolutely. So I, what's, and that's going to happen again. Hopefully we're not going to have another 07, 08, 09, whatever that, whatever the exact moment in time was. I think it was 08. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're not going to have another one of those. I know we're going to have another downturn. I'm certain of it. We I, always I have them. I saw the big short. It's, it's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping we don't have something that big, but there's going to be something. Get prepared now. It it's, could be this year and a year. It could be three years. I don't know. Nobody knows. It's impossible to know. But it's going to happen. It always happens. Everything moves in cycles. So get your ducks in a row. Position yourself to be in a good spot to keep running right through it and capitalize on the downturn and, and grow right through it. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the Profit Roadmap today. <laughs> Let me make one more point. Okay. You're pretty much, if you're not accepting credit cards, the last guy or gal on the face of the earth in the service industry not. It's all of us in the lawn care and cleaning industries are like, oh, no, we can't do credit cards. We're not going to take credit cards. The clients won't like it. But your air conditioner breaks. Your plumbing breaks. You have an electrical issue. You have almost anything of that sort. The 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 fella's coming out to your house and he's like standing there with his clipboard or his phone and he ain't walking out the door till you pay him with a credit card. It's not going to happen. They, they, oh, you go to a fast food restaurant, you go anywhere. Everything's bought online on Amazon. Who, who doesn't use a credit card? It's, yeah, it's your plumbers us. even got Apple Pay at this point. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> at, at, the, at the risk of being mocked mercilessly for being a millennial. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> if, so I don't have a yard yet, but my wife and I are looking at, at buying a house and if I was going to hire a lawn care company and they told me they didn't take credit cards, I would be like, I don't know how you want me to pay you. I do not. Uh, I you don't, don't know how to write a check. check I, we, I, <laughs> never, I never personally carry cash. Tiffany never carries cash. We have no cash. And we, I, have, I use a 2% cash back credit card and I use a 2.05% cash back credit card. Those are my only two credit cards. I want to pay with everything on it. I pay mm-hmm. everything on the credit card. I don't want to write checks and I want my 2%. Because then we take that 2% and we use it for traveling and we use it for other things. Like, I want my 2%. I'm not the only person doing this. This is what everybody's doing. And so people want to pay with a credit card. And we're the laggers in the lawn care and cleaning industries that are thinking that our client doesn't want to do it. Where in every other part of their life, this is how they're operating. It's it's a non-issue. It's not even – it's such a non-issue. It's not even – I don't know how else to say it anyway. It's a non-issue and nobody cares anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just a mentality change and, and hopefully this can kind of lead to the discussion, at least within your business, if you're not taking credit cards, at least this maybe can at least generate the conversation and, and, and get it positive, you know, get some movement in a positive direction for you and adopting processes. And if it's this simple step that gets the ball rolling in a really good direction, it's an easy one to make for sure. Jonathan, we really appreciate you You're tuning in, uh, you coming by and, and talking to us about a very simple process that everyone should be adopting. Processing credit cards. Very simple. Bring in that money. Bring it in faster and uh, do it today while you can. So again, this is Bear Duplissy alongside Cody Owen. He's Jonathan Potoshnik. This is the Profit Mo- Roadmap. The Profit, whoa, whoa. whoa the, it's the Profit Roadmap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's the Profit Roadmap. We'll see you next time. The music in this episode of the Profit Roadmap was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff. Incompetech.com